Hello everyone, this is Dreamweaver and I have a very important update for you all. Sorry for the delay in episode updates. I had some technical difficulties in recording and it took some time. Future episodes may also take some time, so please be patient. Anywho, I hope you enjoy tonight's story and we'll see you in the next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Silent Nights. I'm your host, Dreamweaver. In this episode, we will finally be getting into our book, Hakume and Makochi by Takudo Okashiki. So sit back and I hope you enjoy. As I read to you, I want you to think about this. What is your favorite manga? So, there's a little girl pulling something behind her, and she's pulling it up to a treehouse. Now, thing to remember in this story is that these people actually live in trees, so it makes sense. So, let us begin. Hakume and Makochi Prologue. Hun, Nerk. Hey, Makochi. I'm hungry. Can you make some food? Hakume, come help, would you? Sure. After I eat. Oh, for the love of... All right. Chapter 1. Yesterday's Carmine. Huh. I shouldn't have bought such a big dresser. But it won't fit through the door. Oh, an extradition delivery, grasshopper. Hmm. Thank you, miss. So, what just happened there is Hakume bought a uh, special edition of a newspaper from a sales clerk, who I'm assuming is named Grasshopper, but I could be wrong. Hmm. I really don't know what to do. Maybe if I took it apart. No, no. Hakime's really excited. As she holds the um, newspaper in her hand. Makochi, big news. The sunset night appeared. Yep. It's this huge bird with bright red feathers. Haven't you heard of it? Of course I have. It's a legendary creature, isn't it? They say if you meet it at dawn, it will grant you a single wish. This says somebody saw it flying away from the Rocky Mountain in the north yesterday. That doesn't make it true. Let's go catch it. So Hakame is the one that suggested that. And she's really excited when she says it. Oh, and previously in the last um, panel, um, Makochi was testing their food. Anywho, let us continue. Makochi is shocked. Huh? If we tame it, we can use it to carry stuff and travel all over the place. And Hakame is imagining. 
with the plot the sunset night and they're riding on top of it and it is carrying their merchandise. And the banner in her imagination little bubble is saying travel and carry. And then Hakame uh, continues, I'm all packed for mountain climbing. Wait just a minute. Lunch is nearly ready. We can take it with. Let's eat on the mountain. But it's soup. Minestrone. Here. Canteen. And Hakame tossed Makochi a canteen to carry the soup in. Whee! What about the dresser? And they're off on their little adventure to find the sunset. So we can see that Makochi is struggling a little bit to keep up with Hakume, who is more than a few paces ahead of her. <sighs> Slow down <sighs> a little. Hakume looks back at Makochi. You sure are weak, Makochi. No, you're too energetic. Seriously. Oh, she's cutting a trail for me. So Makochi had a moment of realization as she realized what Hakumi was doing for her and that is that she was cutting a path for Makochi to make it easier for her to follow Hakumi. Come on, you can do it. Uh-huh. So Hakumi is encouraging Makochi as she tries to catch up with Hakumi. Whew, I finally caught up. Good job. Shall we have lunch now? Yeah, but hang on a sec. What? Clicks? Clicks. So that is the sound of the creatures that are pestering them by, which I can only describe them as either ants or scorpions, but I'm sure as we read on, uh, we will find out what each and every one of these mystical creatures are as we continue our little adventure into these little tiny woods. Let's ride on these guys. Sure, we'll be able to keep moving and eat two birds, one stone. Makochi's a little nervous, and as she smiles nervously at uh, the idea of riding these creatures, but she gets on anyway, and they're on their way. They're, I don't know how you wouldn't put it, they would be having, like, meals on meals or something like that. Wow. This is pretty swell, right, Makochi? Makochi's just sitting there silent in the corner, kind of nervous and sweating, but she's just staying nice and quiet. I'd love to have these guys as pets. Absolutely not. What? You don't like bugs? Oh, Hakami is eating the minestrone soup, and Makochi is again kind of withdrawn and sitting kind of quietly by herself in the corner. If there is even a corner on when you're traveling by bug. But anywho, I don't like having pets. And now we are going into Makochi's past. I think it's been about 10 years now. I had a pet bird. It was a white bird named Kafu. Was it the sunset night? I said he was white. I called him my pet, but all I did was feed him. 
every morning. He loved my minestrone. His beak would turn red from the soup, but eventually he just stopped coming, even though I waited for him every day. Oh, so you got dumped. Don't say it like that. <laughs> just one potful probably wasn't enough for him. More please. He wasn't a greedy little thing like you. You sure about that? So Hakami and Magoji have just hopped off the creatures they were riding and are now traveling up the mountain by foot. Sure are lots of alpine tomatoes around here. Not like we can eat them. The skin's too thick. I wonder if the birds make a meal of them. You positive Kafu isn't the sunset mate? Maybe he ate too many tomatoes and turned red. That couldn't happen. Hey, we're at the top. And now Hakumi and Makochi are enjoying the view from the top of the mountain, which overlooks Makinata. Now Makochi says, it's not here. The sunset night. <laughs> well, that's okay. Is there any minestrone left? About a bowlful. Let's share it. So as this conversation was going on, something, and I can venture a guess as to what it is, but we'll have to wait and see. Something has snuck up behind them, and uh, Hakume is a little uneasy. She can obviously sense something is behind her. Either that or Mokoji has a look of shock on her face and we can't see it at the moment. But either way, that is what is going on right now. We can now see that a huge bird has snuck up behind Hakumi and Makochi and has stolen the last bowl of their minestrone soup. Hakumi is amazed and Makochi is a little bit in shock. Whoa! The sunset night. So now the sunset night is, as mentioned earlier, it's a huge bird. And he is towering, literally towering, over these two small humanoid creatures. And he has, he, it looks like he has a, a look of um, realization as he is kind of peering at them and now he's decided that he's going to pick them up with his powerful wings Hokume on the left and Makochi on the right. Eek! Ugh. 
So they're both kind of more than startled that this bird has decided to um, swoop them up. And they're both hanging on for dear life as the sunset night takes flight. Um, I don't know how, but somehow they managed to get onto the back of this huge bird. So either they um, climbed somehow, or the bird just threw them onto his back and they climbed up so that they could see what was going on. And now we see that Hakumi and Wakochi are indeed hanging on for dear life. Not the way you expected that they would be. They, they are actually on the back of the sunset night and he's taking them on a little joy ride. Um, right now, as it stands, Hagumi and Makuchi are in a little bit of a shock, but as they fly with the sunset night, I'm sure that will subside. After all, how often is it that you get to meet a legendary? and Makuchi's fears subside as they come to the realization that the sunset night isn't going to harm them, but in fact, give them a nice peaceful ride before bedtime. Now this is incredible. That was said by Makuchi. The sunset night is soaring through the sky and Makuchi's just close your eyes and just is enjoying the ride. Hakumi then says, Makochi, look, it's almost done. What are you going to wish for? I hadn't thought of anything. <laughs> Me neither. And so we can see what Hakumi was looking at. It was the dawn of the sky. And then now Hakumi says, Hey, Makochi. Do you know why they call it the sunset night? It's because in the carmine sunset, it looks red. And so in the pure white light of morning. So Makuchi is stopped dead in her tracks of her explanation as they're flying with the sunset night as she realizes something. One side of the sunset night's wings are dark and red, while the other is in the daylight, making him look white rather than red. Makochi gets a look of realization as they're flying with the sunset night, and then we get a glimpse into her past again with her sitting on the hill hanging out with her pet bird, which flies just a few feet away from her. 
and in this light of the day, or morning as she said, the sunset night looks pure white. Kafu! And that was said Mamakuchi as she realizes something. So you really are Kafu. Hey, hey, Makochi, be careful. And now that we know who the Sunset Knight is, Kafu is flying them through Makinata, waiting for them to make their wish, which is now made by Hakume. Sunset Knight, here's my wish. Let us off at that house. So now Kafu is doing what Hakume asked and is flying them home. So Kafu has brought Hakume and Makochi home and Hakume hops off Kafu first. Hop! And she lands on the ground gracefully. I might add. Thanks, Kafu. Walk. So just imagine that as the sound of a great white bald eagle, because that is what I imagine the uh, sunset night, aka Kafu, would sound like, considering he's such a big bird. Okay, Hakume, give me a hand. Hmm. So Hakume is a little confused at the moment. I'm going to make minestrone. Kafu eats. A lot. So I have to make ten pots worth. There. See? He is a big eater. And that was said by Hakumi because she had made the comment earlier about the sunset night or the Makochi's uh, pet bird not getting enough to eat considering that maybe he only got one pot full. Which in retrospect, now we find out, is not correct. Makochi is um, making some more minestrone, but Kapu can't just sit around waiting for it to be prepared and done. So once he's dropped off his old friend, he takes flight, leaving them safe and sound at home. And Hagami says, and there he goes. Yep. And Hakami says, you okay with that? Makochi, I bet he'll stop by the next time he wants some minestrone. Oh no. I forgot to mention in the last recording that the person who said, oh no, was Hakumi, and now she continues to speak. And just so you know where what we're looking at at the moment is we're now looking outside the treehouse and the dresser is still at the bottom of the stairs completely forgotten about and the scorpion that they took a ride on earlier in the in this chapter is checking it out i meant maybe we should have gotten him to help carry that dresser up before he left. My Makochi is ah, because she realized she had forgotten all about it and that it's still outside of their treehouse at the bottom of the stairs. And that, my friends, is the end of our first chapter. Hope you enjoyed.
night with the individual whose word of the sun said night was one Mr. Yuga, a resident of Makinita's central district. After clocking out of his job at the paper making workshop, he regularly climbs up the western hill with a spyglass and telescope. Having made it his daily task to confirm the veracity of the stargazing frog's weather forecast. Late on the night of April 29th, following a stretch of overtime, he happened to see the sunset night. Although we attempted to interview Mr. Yuga, the individual in question was remarkably intoxicated and insisted that we write an article criticizing his place of employment, so we abandoned the effort. We plan to request an interview at a later date. Excerpt from the extra edition of the Makinita Daily. This concludes our story for today. I hope you enjoyed. Join me next time as we continue our little adventure in the woods with chapter two, the two songstresses. If you have any questions or would like to leave feedback, such as today's question of the day, which was, what is your favorite manga? You can leave me a voice message at the link provided in both the show notes and the podcast description. In addition to continuing our story in the next episode, I will be answering a question from a fellow listener, Mia Bell. So look forward to that. This podcast was made possible by Anchor, literally the easiest way to make a podcast. So what are you waiting for? Get started today. Until next time, dreamers, may all your dreams be merry and bright. Hi Dreamweaver, I've really enjoyed your first two episodes. I was wondering if you have any advice or recommendations for people who haven't read manga before. When you're looking for a new manga, what do you look for? Are there specific genres or themes that you search for? I'm looking forward to listening to your future episodes. Thanks!